Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for this wonderful week gone by and we thank you for the restful weekend that you give us ahead. We thank you, Lord, for life, for health, for safety, for the roof over our head, food on our table. We thank you, Father, for the gift of Christmas. We thank you that you chose to come to liberate us from all our limitations, from all our weaknesses, from all bondage. You sent your only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have that hope that there is still an opportunity to eternal life. We thank you, Father, for that infinite, unchangeable love for us. And we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to commune with you in the secret place, to join our spirit to yours, to be one in spirit, to connect with you, to draw from you and drink from you again, to bring up our faith and to work on our relationship with you. And we thank you, Lord, that every time we come to you, you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. And what you give us, Lord, of that, we share with all those that are part of our, this better part of this praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, name of our creator, the one who is our goodness, our fortress, our high tower, our deliverer, our shield, our strength, the ancient of days, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the one who is our sheep gate, the bridge to the Father, the one who was, who is, and who is to come, just as we saw yesterday. In the beginning was the word, and he is the Alpha, as well as the Omega and everything in between. Given to us as our daily bread, as our rock, our foundation, as our refuge. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the seal of the age to come, the scepter of the king of kings, the spirit of El Shaddai, the spirit of victory, the one who heals our backsliding and who has made his tabernacle within our body. And he now gives life to this mortal body that it might be transformed, might be transformed from being a body of sin into a sanctified temple of the living God. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with your love. We thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. We thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of angels and destiny help us to fill every gap where we fall short. You are ever willing to pour out everything even to the point of bankrupting heaven for our sake. That one lost sheep is always your priority. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you have blessed us 
with every physical provision that we shall lack nothing when you are our shepherd and you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and you have blessed us with the ability to pray and we come to that prayer connect with you in our spirit remembering that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly much more than we can ask by the prayer of our mouth or we can imagine by the prayer of our heart we thank you father as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning i cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of jesus we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives lord i call the angel of the lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm sin danger accident injury pilfering theft hijacking terrorism any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks i command that angelic protection and i declare divine exemption in the mighty and all powerful name of jesus and we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word lord from isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 that says as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out from my mouth this day it will not return to me empty but will accomplish what i desire and achieve the purpose for which i sent it i send it in faith in the name of jesus thank you lord thank you for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life thank you jesus yesterday we stopped at we continuing today in our reflection on jesus the light of the world and yesterday we stopped with the question of what is light we've seen what darkness is so today we start with and we continue from there with that question of what is light and i'd like to start with the question god asked job in job 38 verse 2 now job 38 is where job has finished presenting his case and he challenged god based on his self righteousness and asked god a whole lot of questions so now it's god's turn and in job 38 verse 2 at the very start God asked him the question of who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge so counsel can be darkened with words without knowledge yesterday we saw that darkness can be ignorance as well words with knowledge bring counsel and that is light when you look at what this sentence really means so light is also knowledge of god's ways or his kingdom light is wisdom based on what we've seen yesterday from genesis chapter 1 verse 2 light is restoration from chaos it is restoring order light is also discernment of good and evil perceiving in the spirit So when the Bible says the wages of sin or darkness is death, the reward of light is life. 
And this life is brought to us by Jesus. That is what, now we are going back to John chapter 1. That is what John 1 verse 4 says. It says, in him is that eternal life. And that life eternal is where our eyes are open to finding out more about him. Where we say, tell me more. That's where the light has come to us. Where we want to know him more. And after knowing him more, we make that conscious decision to receive him. It is not something that was done as a ritual when we were a child. That's when your true baptism occurs. So when that light shines sincerely in the darkness, and we are willing to receive it, and you look at the darkness within yourself, then, as John 1 verse 5 says, that darkness comprehends it not. It means, firstly, no matter how pitch dark it is or has been, and no matter how long that darkness has been there. Now, when you say this darkness here, the chaos, confusion, the loss of our identity, many people even today live, and some even though Christians live without knowing their identity, that is still amounting to darkness. But when that light shines, then that darkness cannot comprehend. What that cannot comprehend means is no matter how long it has been that way, and it could be very dark, pitch dark, all it takes is not a very bright light for that dark room or that completely darkened room. All it takes is a small candle to have light. A tiny light. And that is enough. And that is why it is called a ray of hope, not a burning flame of hope. All it takes is a ray of hope. And at Christmas, we even sing that as a carol, a ray of hope. That one tiny light is able to not just negotiate, but defeat that pitch darkness, even if it has been there for 20, 30 or 40 years in our lives. That darkness of 40 years cannot negotiate the light. The light shines in the darkness and lightens it up. It is no match for that tiny candle. But that is only as long as the candle burns. There will be light in that room only as long as that candle is still burning. As soon as it goes out, darkness will take over immediately again. And that is why we insist on staying connected with reading your Bible, staying connected with a group of people that pray, with a praying family. Because otherwise, as soon as we have a little break in our habit, we're traveling out of the country, we're on a holiday, we stop reading, darkness is waiting to take over. Chaos, confusion, scattering, is waiting to take over. We have to keep that light burning. We have to keep our connection with the word and with prayer. So on this understanding, we know now 
that Jesus came as light to bring restoration. The question is, are you willing to receive him and so receive light for your life? It is not enough to say Merry Christmas and then go back into the dark world. We've done that for ages together in our lives. But this time when we say it, we say it with the understanding that I am receiving the light that has come into this world. That I can no longer remain in darkness. And that darkness now can no longer battle against me. It cannot comprehend what this light is. That way we ourselves, if we just do that, when I say that, I mean, if we just say Merry Christmas and go back into our dark world, we ourselves are putting out the light that we have received. And it's very unfortunate. When you look around, there are many that are still doing that even today. We probably haven't thought of it this far. But now it is time to look at it. In our own lives, are we putting out that candle in the lives of others around us? In John chapter 3, verse 19, he says, Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light. And Sister Les shared this scripture yesterday as well in the chant. So light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear of their fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. And if we are to be in that latter category, it starts with repentance and then surrendering whatever we have missed or failed before God, coming into His light so that He can then offer grace and another opportunity to rise up again. Otherwise, we ourselves are putting our candle out and then wonder, where is God when I am in trouble? And all that God says is, I understand you are looking for me. All you need to do is repent. As long as we don't repent, it does amount to pride. The Bible is very clear in multiple places that God hates pride. The only thing that he can do for a proud person is bring their downfall. So even in that day, he would still be saying, I am waiting for your permission to intervene. Because you put out your candle by choice. And I have to respect that choice. And the only way we can give him permission is repentance. But when we stay connected to the light and grow brighter in intensity in our lives, by virtue of that connection, by staying connected with the word, understanding his ways more, learning how to pray, then we reach a stage one day where he says, just like he did in Matthew 5 verse 14 to 16. I'll quote the scripture there where he says, 
this is Jesus speaking now. He says, you are the light of the world now. He came as the light, but now when we are filled with his light, then we become that light. So he says, you are the light of the world. And he has handed it over to us to keep burning and to share it with others. That is why he says, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a basket where it gives no light to anyone. We have just discussed this now. But they put it, they put their they put a candle on a candlestick and it gives light unto all that are in the house. All in the house. You have to look at what does your house mean to you. And when I say your house, it's not necessarily only the family that live in your physical house. It's your broader community. It could be this prayer group. It could be your local church community. It could be your extended family of relatives. It gives light to all in the house. Verse 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and the testimony of your life. That is what your good works is. That they may see the testimony of your life and the what and what God is doing with you in there and they might glorify your Father which is in heaven. And along with glorifying, they are drawn to that light and are saved. So what is your job? You are a light bearer. What is your job as a light bearer? To keep on burning. What does that really mean? I'd like to look at 2 Corinthians. Verse 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 4 to 6. I'm not going to read them, but I'll just use them in the explanation. The gospel that we have received, which you'll see in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4. The mysteries that are revealed to you, the principles, the prophecies, the promises, the kingdom lifestyle that you aligned with, you pass those on. And then you teach others. That's what verse 5 and 6 talk about. What you have received in your light, you teach others. You share that light, you spread the light. So that there are many more beacons that are raised. And many that are lost can be drawn to those beacons. That's what our calling as light bearers are. That's what Jesus means when he says, you are the light of the world. In verse 14, Matthew 5 verse 14. So Christmas is symbolic of the coming of that light. It is up to us to receive, to keep it burning, and then to spread it, to share it. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that when we look at ourselves and we reflect on the coming of this light into our lives, what it really means to us, that we understand purpose, I pray, Lord, for that emboldening in our spirit, that we do not hide this light that you have given us under a basket, Keep it to ourselves or hide it out of fear of what others might think and say. 
But at every opportunity, when darkness presents itself, let your light shine brightly through us. I ask for that emboldening of our spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, for all families that are facing division and separation of any kind. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of personal challenges. We raise up those of our family and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved, still living in that darkness. That have not yet received or opened themselves up to receiving the gift of your salvation. Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken in the name of Jesus. And I ask for a quickening in their spirits, Father. For unless you quicken them, they cannot come to you. We pray also for our own personal needs. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, Release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarapapa, <laughs> 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 
Scripture that's been placed on my heart this morning is from 1 John 1 verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If any of you are receiving a word from the Lord, please feel free to unmute and share. You are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, the Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teaching sessions. Please share links for friends and family to join live. And you can also share a link to the Telegram group. So that, or also you can point them to the recordings that are available on Spotify and on our YouTube page. And you can also share links to the Telegram group so that they can share their prayer requests with us and be part of this praying family. A reminder that there will be no Bible study session next Friday and also there will be no Rosary and Divine Mercy session on Christmas Day, that is on Monday and then on the 26th on Tuesday next week. Thank you, Lord. And the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us. Carry that light and spread it in the name of Jesus and for his glory. We bless and have a wonderful day and a great weekend ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you. Thank you.